Microphone check, one, two, what is this? You're now listening to a brand new episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Look what you done started. Talk to him. Attorney, high-performance coach, and speaker Cherie Prince asks hard questions to really get to the bottom of what makes entrepreneurs tick. From starting a business, marketing, strategies, and the ins and outs of their industries. We talk everything from book recommendations, lifestyle hacks, and everything possible to get you inspired and motivated to build your own business. The Play Big Faster podcast starts now. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. We are joined here today by J.K. Bridges, and J.K. is in a very interesting industry. And what she does, guys, for a minute is really funny because I thought it was something totally different. So I invited her on the podcast to kind of talk to us a little bit further and tell us what she does, what it is. And J.K., talk to us about corporate well, corporate talent acquisition is what it is. Correct. So corporate talent acquisition is a subsector of human resources that now over the years operates sole and separate. And we are a recognized entity of HR per SHRM because SHRM is the uh, governing body of all things HR as well as U.S. Department of Labor. And so essentially what talent acquisition does, especially corporate talent acquisition, we are the ones that maintain a solid human capital pipeline. In other words, for every entity within any organization, all the way from the marketing team to the tech team to even HR roles, you name it, corporate talent acquisition, we're responsible for sourcing, acquiring, and hiring those individuals across all business sectors. So if I was if I was interested in a career with corporate talent acquisition, what is the pathway? Because I know up until maybe how many years ago, I don't know if you guys were just totally recognized as being a separate entity. You know, that's a great question and it's kind of a trick question. So I'm just going to be very transparent with you. I never like to tell anyone there's a direct pathway to it because it's not, I guess you can say, it's, it's not like where you have to have a certain type of degree. My colleagues, we all have very different degrees. I mean, my background is in business marketing economics. So you would not necessarily think someone that does that has anything to do with human resources and HR. So to kind of answer that question, what I'm going to do is use myself for an example. So I actually started out in traditional HR where I was doing benefits, employee development, corporate relations. Uh, I was a spokesperson uh, in media relations on behalf of a particular company at that time. And then eventually, uh, when a lot of the U.S. labor laws began to change and become very stringent, that was kind of when I realized, mm, I don't think I really want to be doing this here in benefits. Nope, don't want to be doing that over there, et cetera, et cetera. And so ultimately, I tried my hand at recruiting. And here I am 20 plus years later, and that's where I realized this is my sweet spot. This is where I'm the strongest. This is where I have had my greatest professional successes. And each of one, each one of my fellow colleagues, except for two, and we are a, a team of about 20-ish people, if you will, and each one of us came from a total different background. But the thing, the commonality 
that was in our, or the common thread that was within our professions is that we started, when we did start, we started in an entry-level capacity, either in human resources or in recruiting, and ultimately worked our way up into where we are now. So although we came from other backgrounds, because I am I previously employed myself in my early years of my career with Comp USA for about 11 plus years. And um, so if you think about it, Comp USA is equivalent to what uh, Best Buy is today, and that's big box retail. So you would not necessarily think that someone that came from a big box retail uh, side would do things here in corporate talent acquisition, but also be mindful of the fact that when I was with uh, that big box retailer, I did human resources, you know, I did benefits, I did, you know, uh, corporate relations, I did corporate training. So it was all in turn related to talent acquisition. And say so the one thing that I love about what you do, it seems like you get a chance to talk to so many people. And I mean, I just love your energy. I really do. I love your energy. So it sounds Thank like you. no same. You're absolutely correct on that, Miss Prince. My professions, and, and I noticed I said professions because my careers have changed, you know, being a military spouse and, you know, having to relocate for one reason or the other. And like many other people, I too uh, have fallen victim to the economies over the years, you know. So I've gone through corporate mergers. I've gone through, you know, where uh, we were doing restructuring within the organizations, et cetera, et cetera. And so in doing so, I have had to be very willing to change with the change, if you will. And so over time, there was an evolution within my career professionally. So to answer your question, absolutely 100%. Each one of my roles always allowed me that great visibility uh, with large audiences. And so therefore, you know, it, it, it allowed me to have that strong engagement with those diverse uh, persons within those different demographics. Well, let's back up some too, because you mentioned that you're a military spouse and that you moved around a lot. So tell us a little about where you're from. And, you know, I know you're not working all the time. We focus here a lot on who the person is. Where are you from, JK? So I am a good old Southern girl, very proud of it. I'm sure you can hear my accent. So uh, Louisiana girl by way of Mississippi. So I have ties to both of those phenomenal states. And um, but in terms of where I've lived by being a military spouse, I've lived both domestic as well as internationally. So I'm very proud of all of those uh, experiences that I've had because it brought me into connections and relationships with people from all across, you know, different types of cultures, races and socioeconomic groups. And, you know, where I was able to learn different customs and understand different heritages. So I feel, you know, when you look at it from that standpoint, I was able to be exposed to things that these are exposures you can't teach. You can only live them. That is so awesome. And one thing too, it sounds like you have flexibility in terms of not having to actually go in every day. So in your current role, are you able to work remotely? Yes. So in my current role, I do work remotely. Now I do have to say, I have been very blessed over the years of my career. I've always had jobs where either 
I was doing heavy travel, which is another aspect of my careers that I love. Uh, even when I was with Comp USA, I did not necessarily have to be in one place all the time. To a certain degree, I would be at a store, but it was many other, you know, locations that I was at because I ultimately, you know, once I got promoted on a regional level because I became a regional corporate trainer uh, with Comp USA, I was responsible for four different states, which was Arizona, Nevada, Utah, and California. So back when I was at that caliber. Uh, naturally, you could imagine I was practically living out of a suitcase. Um, so for me, I enjoy the travel. I enjoy the exposures, uh, both that came with my job as well as that came uh, be, having the affiliation with the military. In addition, you know, I previously employed with the federal government. So, you know, I'm a former federal employee, having done civil service employment. Uh, I did that for a number of years until the feds started doing some budget cuts uh, back during the 2000s, hence my earlier statement where I said, I too have been a victim, you know, of that. Uh, but it happens. It's a life cycle. And so that's where it's very prudent where people, whether you're on the other side of the desk or sitting at the desk, it's always ever so important to make sure that you maintain good business relationships and having a solid and strong network. And that's really where I become the preacher of LinkedIn. Well, look, thank you so much. And guys, this has been another episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Till next time. Do you want to start your own business? Confused about where to begin? Not sure if you can do this? I'm glad you made your way here. Cut through the confusion. I invite you to join in on the five-day Play Big Faster Challenge. You'll get step-by-step -step guidance on how to start and scale your dream business faster. Five days perfectly structured. Build the business you've always dreamed of without spending tons of money and hiring consultants or a lot of staff. Join the challenge today at www.playbigfaster.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Want more entrepreneurial content? I like this. Make sure to subscribe for future episodes. I already subscribed. I just clicked on it. Don't forget to like and leave a review. Share with a friend that needs this in their life. I think you need this more than I. Oh, and make sure to follow Cherie on IG at Cherie Speaks. And remember to play big faster.